Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I find that hard to say. It feels like a bit... RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. It just feels like one word too much. It is just not, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? No, it doesn't. Just like, oh, that does roll off the tongue, but this does not. Um, why, what do you think the secret aspect is? <laughs> <laughs> that how, well, they had to keep it secret because they announced the celebrities. They'd be like, who are they? Yeah, they're still a secret, even though they've been announced. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of things are unintentionally secret about this, like the fact no one can find it and watch it. <laughs> Did you use the link I sent you to watch it? I did. See, I found that one on Facebook, but I think, is that illegal? It doesn't look like a not, I don't know. It's been taken off now, so it probably was an illegal recording. It probably was. Should I be admitting to that on on air? I don't know. I can't say, in America, right, it's normal drag race followed immediately by celebrity drag race followed immediately by untucked, right? Um, I think that's how they air it, which is insane. That's two and a half hours. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it just blows my mind that they didn't figure out a deal for um, British fans. I mean, there's long been issues with All Stars, but I think does All Stars usually go out now on Now TV, which isn't that hard to sign up to. But this is just, there's, I don't think there's a single platform that we can watch this on legally. They've left us no choice but to live outside of the law. <laughs> You've left us no choice, RuPaul. And we've had to break the law, um, not even for good celebrities. No. But, who we we'll get to them though. But so first of all we find out who the drag queens are gonna be in the first episode. So it's Trixie Mattel, Monet Exchange, and Barb the Drag Queen. Um, do you think they were good choices for mentors? Yeah, really good choices. I think they use their big guns up front, no? Yeah, I wonder if each um the they're, they're put in to complement each other because they're all All-Stars winners. So I think maybe they want people competing on a similar... Well, Bob isn't. I mean, all winners. So oh, Trixie Monet won All-Stars, Bob won Season 8. So maybe they want winners competing against winners and then maybe one of the other ones would be more like fan favourites. Although Trinity is in another one, isn't she? And obviously she won All-Stars as well. I don't know how they've worked this out. I mean, I heard Vanjie's in one and she's an... I know Vanjie's entertaining, but I think she'd be a mess. Yes, I I wonder if maybe Vanjie will be in an episode with, like, Alyssa and uh, Money Cart, like, more, like, entertaining meme queen type competition. But I must admit, I've started to notice a lot lately that Alaska is being kind of not included in a lot of these things, whereas she used to always be the go-to person in this stuff. And I have a theory it's because of her association with Willem 
and the podcast that shall not be named that's a rival to this one, where they criticise the show. And I feel like that's made her fall out of favour with World of Wonder because she's not... She wasn't in AJ and the Queen. She's not in this, which seems like an obvious thing she would be in. She doesn't do any of those walkthroughs that everyone's doing at the moment. I'm like, is Alaska no longer the golden child of Drag Race? Maybe. Maybe she's fought, Maybe she's been replaced by Raven. Yes. Well, Raven's soaring in popularity now since the last episode. Exactly. Everyone's loving her. Although, I, have, um, um, I don't know if you saw on Twitter that although they're mentors, they don't do the freaking hair and makeup. Do they not? Do you not see on Twitter? They, um, no. I mean, maybe this is jumping ahead of ourselves, but other, other drag race queens did the makeup for the celebrities in the end. Which drag queens? So, um, Chanel did, uh, is it Nico Tortorella? So he did, oh. um, that was Monet's, right? So he did Monet's. Uh, yeah. Um, Layla McQueen did uh, the winner, Trixie's one. And, uh, oh, who did Bob say did? Oh, Mayhem. Mayhem did Bob's uh, celebrity makeup. So were they meant to be in the show but got cut out? Or were they just behind the scenes no, helping? I guess then they just, they only hired Trixie, Bob and Monet to be like the face of it. And then they hired other people to actually put in the hard work. <gasps> the shade, because Trixie and Monet, you would think, would be good at makeup. Yeah. Trixie... I mean, Bob, fair enough. She would need help, I think, in a makeover. Yeah, Trixie said, yeah, they all put it on Twitter. I think they were trying to be cordial to the other girls and give them a shout out for the work they did. Which I hope they nice. got paid for that. Yeah, I think so. I'm guessing they must just like, yeah, you're just on camera talent and we need drag queens to actually come and put in the hard graft behind the scenes while you have a, while you, you know, relax in the Interior Illusions Lounge. <laughs> you would think if they were going to get other people than Trixie, Monet and Bob to do the makeup, they would have just got makeup artists or use Raven <laughs> no. or something. Why hire these other drag queens and not include them in the show? That seems very strange. Um, I liked the fact that at the beginning, they're doing this guessing thing and Trixie, Monet and Bob are guessing who it's going to be and they're guessing, like, The Rock, Eminem, Ellen DeGeneres, like, actual celebrities. And it reminds me of The Masked Singer. I don't know if you've seen that show. Yeah. Where they're all guessing, like, Prince Harry and David Beckham and it's like, no, it's Dean Gaffney from EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> and this is exactly what happens here as well. So before we get into who it is, who would you have actually liked to have seen that might be actually realistic on celebrity drag race. Who would have been fun? To be fair, the um, the Mean Girls boys from another week might have been fun. Yeah, that was what I was thinking as well in terms of who's already guested on the show. So I was thinking like Andrew Garfield, Jeff Goldblum, um, Leslie Jones, anyone from Little Mix. Like th- they would have seemed like more fun choices for me, but maybe people were really, proper celebrities might have been really reluctant to compete. I think especially if you're a bloke, yeah, the idea of like, going on in drag is a bit of a weird I don't know it's not like it's not like going on the judging panel where it's quite fun but actually having to stand there in drag it might make it look a bit silly yeah and especially like they have them going on little scooters with fake titties and looking a hot boo-boo mess later on it's like you you can't imagine proper a-listers doing that so once I saw the setup I can see why they don't have big names I just thought the whole thing might be a little bit more classy because I think are they doing I think they're doing women as well though I think there'll be women in future weeks yeah, that's what, what I expected. I thought it'd be like a bit of a mixture. I guess I like the fact they've separated it. Um, and I, I do actually, I did actually like this episode. I'll say from the beginning, I've, I've heard that a lot of people didn't like it. 
but to me it just feels like a makeover episode from a season rather than a whole separate series. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's fun. Did you like it? I did find myself enjoying it. I mean, it is, again, it was like, it's edited to make it look better than it is. That Snatch Game, they're editing it to make it look like it was comedy gold. Yeah, they went easy on them. They did go easy and it kept cutting back to like Rue and Michelle like howling. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah. Uh, No, but I did think it was quite fun. I mean, one of the men was a little much. Oh, are you you talking about Nico? Oh, yeah. Not for me. So he's the first celebrity revealed. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you didn't know who he was. I only know because he was on, he's been on Drag Race before. Has he? As a judge, that's the only reason I know him. He is, has been a judge oh. one time. I don't recognise him as a judge. So I thought, I'd, I'd never heard of him before and I thought I'd never seen him. If he's been on Drag Race, I must have done and forgotten. But he bills himself as being on the TV show Younger, which I've never heard of. That and he's an author. Yeah. I can't remember. Everyone's an author nowadays. <laughs> Even me. <laughs> and he actually comes into the workroom and reveals his drag name straight away. He says, all of it is you. Although it doesn't sound, it sounds like he's just saying the phrase at that point, but he's already giving a little, a little hint. <laughs> Cheeky Nico, Chico. Um, yeah, so he, he is gay, which he shows by saying zhuzh and I having a leopard print confessional. Bi or pan. Oh, really? I think he's one of those. I think he's bi or pan. He's non-binary. Yeah, he reveals that, but he's definitely had a dick in his mouth that's painfully clear <laughs> when he when he comes into the workroom um so th- that's good i didn't know if we'd just get all straight guys but we're getting a bit of a mixture so what did you think of nico at first did you make a good impression i thought so i'm glad they got okay i thought a gay guy would get more into it um yeah so that's what i was excited about I mean, he reminds um, me of, what's his name, Frankie Grande, when he came on to do the makeover. He was just gagging oh to dream come true. Frankie Grande. Oh, so I found out he was on, uh, Nico was a judge when Courtney Love was also a guest judge. So I'm guessing that, was that the episode oh, wow. Mayhem Miller? That was when they did Celebrity Skin as the amazing lip sync. Yeah, so that's when, he, that's when I first saw him. That might make sense as to why he was overshadowed then, because if Courtney <laughs> loves on the panel, you're not going to be looking at the gay boy on the left. Although he was, he was. I'm looking back at photos of it. He was very uh, mass for mass. Well, not mass for mass, but much more butch back then. He has um, dived into the flamboyance. Oh, wow. wow. Well, I'll have to go back and explore that episode. <laughs> but he's, he's gagging for it. Um, unlike celebrity number two, who comes in a bit more reluctant, which is Jordan Connor. Uh, from Riverdale. Do you know who he is? No, I've only seen one episode of Riverdale and there's like 105. I can't get into it. What is Riverdale? It's like a teen show. It's based on a comic. It's like a teen show where all the teens are like in their late 20s pretending to be at school. (laughs) Is it like a a show like Glee? No, it's more serious. It's very glossy, but there's like a murder in the town and it's all like teenage angst and like... There is, like, a murder element. It's on Netflix, I think. Like 13 Reasons Why, more of a dark high school one. Yeah, but a slightly more glossy, yeah. Mm. So he reveals he's a former footballer, so he's going for the whole straight jock storyline. 
Although, uh, personally, I think if you're an actor, you're never that straight, really. I mean, that kind of erases the football past. But he reveals he has a fiancé, which is... (laughs) I often find when straight men are in a gay environment, they're quite quick to bring up girlfriends, like as a defence mechanism. (laughs) Have a girlfriend, have a girlfriend! Like, yeah, sure. And he says he's never worn a dress or walked in heels. Um, What did you make of... (laughs) Well, (laughs) what did you make of him? Sweet. I mean, these entrances aren't anything, you know, compared to the drag queen entrances, are they? They're a bit more low-key. <laughs> no one came in with a bloody uh, entrance line. Um, although I do love Trixie's entrance line no. coming up. Jo- and Jordan Connor's such a... Jordan Connor's such like a, a jock name. I bet it's not his real name, is it? It sounds like a college boy frat pawn <laughs> website name. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. Also, him. how is like Nico... the? I don't think I feel like Nico's like the worst dressed of the three, and he's supposed to be the queer guy. He's the least what? Sorry, he's the worst dressed. I think he looks awful, Nico. Yeah, he does. Um, I wasn't well, blown away by shit. any of their attire, but yeah, his entrance look would get a boot. Yeah, I did like his leopard print blouse in confessional, but that might be just because Alaska's just released her "Everything Must Be Leopard Print" video, so I'm quite loving leopard print at the moment. She's she's bowled me over. Um, let's talk about celebrity number three, which is Jermaine Fowler. He's a comedian. Have you heard of him? No, he looks super nervous. What did you think? I didn't pick up on that at first. Oh, I feel like he does not know what he's getting himself in for. What did he say when he walked in? I'm wearing a dress, so fuck you. Was that <laughs> it? He's just, but you know, these guys, obviously they're not that famous. It was like, oh my God, anything for a bit of TV time. That's so true, isn't it? They're just like, oh, God, this is going to really boost my profile. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Although both the straight guys had a um, gay link, didn't they? So Jordan had a gay sister and brother. Yeah. And Jermaine had a lesbian mum. Yes, had, because she's dead, as we later find out. Spoiler. Um, But I have to say, I found Jermaine super, super cute. He was. He's like a little pocket. I want a pocket Polly. So if we had to do snog, marry, avoid, I'd marry Jermaine, snog, oh God, probably Nico actually over Jordan and then avoid Jordan. What about you? Possibly. I want to snog old Nico though. Old Nico. I, if I can go back in time and snog old Nico and then come back in time and marry Jermaine. Yeah, I definitely would marry Jermaine and I think... Well, I'll get to this later, but I would be better for him than his current girlfriend. But that's for later <laughs> in the episode. Um, so, yeah, it makes, sense. it makes sense now why these names didn't leak. They probably did leak, but no one knew who they were. So it just stayed kind of under the radar. I did but see someone, I, one of the queens tweeted being like, oh, I didn't realise the celebrities would be the drag queens. Yeah. Who was that? I saw that as well. Was it Detox? Probably. <laughs> um... But I think it kind of still works, even if you don't know who they are, because it's still, like, straight men coming in, and the fact we know that drag queen's making them over, it just kind of still works for me. Um, we find out that they're doing it for $30,000 of their charity of choice, and then we get the drag queens making their entrances. So Bob walks in and says, I didn't come to make friends, I came to make cupcakes. I didn't think that was as funny as they made out. I didn't think that was funny. And Bob is funny, so I think she let herself down there from the get-go. And she almost... 
she also referenced purse first, but didn't walk in purse first. Yeah, thought, it wasn't cute. Was no, did you like her outfit? I did. It was cute, I like yeah. long hair. She's definitely improved her aesthetic, but we still need a good joke, Bob. I think Bob's so funny, she just probably didn't prepare anything. It's just like, I'll just come up with something on the fly. Unless this is a reference that I don't get. I didn't come to make friends, I came to make cupcakes. Is, is that a reference to a film I'm not aware of, maybe? I don't know. I just, thought... I just think it's a little bit shit. Um, equally, Monet looks like the exchange rate just went up. I feel like she's used that before. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, she looked good. She does look good at the moment. I do like the um, hair and the makeup. The dress was just a bit, oh, it was all right. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't get enough credit for her makeup. She's got a really good mug. Um, she mentioned the Sponge Empress, which was surprising because I thought, have you learnt nothing about... Because that almost turned people off for an All-Stars 4, like the constant Sponge references. Yeah. Um, and I think they missed an opportunity not to make a SpongeBob joke. You remember that period where everyone was calling Monet SpongeBob because she looks like Bob and has a sponge. <laughs> so that was a missed opportunity. Um, so already the bickering with Bob and Monet is starting. Um, they, I don't know if you listened to their podcast, Sibling Rivalry. Have you heard that? I've only listened to it years ago. I listened to it a couple of times, but the audio is really bad, and that is coming from us, so... <laughs> but I, I do think they're quite rough around the edges. But they seem to argue a lot about what's better, winning an all-star season or regular. So what do you think is gives you best bragging rights out of the two? I think regular. I would probably say regular as well. I think regular's but... harder, because you don't quite know what you're getting into, never done it before. All-stars, you've got a leg up. Yeah, although All-Stars, you're competing against a higher quality of queens. But I think the reason I'd give it to the regular is because on All-Stars, because the queens eliminate each other, that's just a whole different mindfuck. And not the best person always necessarily wins All-Stars for that reason, like people like Manila Manila being eliminated. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas Drag Race, usually the best person tends to win, I think, on the whole. Um, but speaking of All-Stars winners not being worthy, the next winner was Trixie coming into the workroom. Um, she does the best entrance line, I think, which is enter workroom, shift weight, catchphrase, pose. Perfect. Do you approve of this one? Yeah, it was good. It's just her brand of humour, isn't it? Like satirical, tongue in cheek. Um, yeah. And she says in her confessional, winning isn't everything, but it is something. So I, I love like the- Trixie. She's amazing and she's so much more enjoyable to watch on TV when she's not like properly competing because I think she was so scared for most of All Stars 3 whereas now she clearly is just more relaxed in this. Have you seen her documentary? I did think it was a bit disappointing actually. Well, did I not mention this on the podcast before how upset I was because I paid for the documentary (laughs) Um, and then it was released on Netflix like weeks later and I paid like £15 for that shit on Amazon. And yeah, like you, I mean, it was good, but I would have probably preferred a really fun documentary and it went quite dark, which was also interesting. But I mean, I don't watch drag queen documentaries for serious issues. You know, I watch for shade and to get my life. And it just was, I thought thought it was much more insightful than it was. Yeah, it thought it was kind of changing the world. It was interesting watching the whole Katya 
um, downfall from Up Close and Personal. And there was that shocking moment where Trixie reads out a text from Katia. Do you remember that bit? Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like you were shit on All Stars 3 or something. Which, to be fair, everyone was saying. But you wouldn't expect it from Katia. <laughs> but that's meth for you. Um... And speaking of complete breakdowns, we get something quite horrendous now, which is they all get told they're going into quick drag. <sighs> Do you think... <laughs> this is just so brutal. I know. It feels like they're just being humiliated. If I was one of the straight men, I would have walked straight out of there because I'm just, like, not looking this much of a fool on TV. Uh, they're putting on tits, foundation and wig caps. Or for... Who is it who's putting on two wig caps? Jordan. Um, I think they were just like, shit, what have we got ourselves into? And then they get told they have to race to the wardrobe um, to do their makeup, put on their heels, get on a scooter, and then race to the stage so they can lip sync to Jealous of My Boogie. The humiliation of this all. <laughs> do you remember when Jealous of My Boogie was the last used as a lip sync? Uh, series two? Finale. Oh, I with uh, Miss Sanchez. Yes, that was her winner's lip sync. That was actually, it's one of my favourite lip syncs of all time. Like Tyra actually destroys Raven in that. Um, and it was back when queens were allowed to leave the stage and Tyra went up to the judges panel and like showed them her beautiful face. And I think she really cemented her win then. So I've always loved this song for that reason. <laughs> but I bet they don't love it because they had such a horrendous journey to get there, our three celebrity drag queens. Um, Nico picks the skankiest $10 hooker dress, or as Shangela would say, hooker dress, uh, which Trixie says is a great choice. Um, Jordan is a mess with tits all over the place, but Bob says, excuse me, ma'am, you dropped your titties. And we get Monet calling um, her Angela Bassett Hound. So, I mean, really enjoying the commentary from Monet, Bob and <laughs> Trixie. That's kind of making it so far, isn't it? It's making up for the humiliation. They work well. Well, because they're all mates, aren't they? So I think it works well with them three together. Yeah, because Bob actually replaced Katya when Katya had her breakdown on the Trixie and Katya show. And obviously yeah. Bob and Monet work together. And I think Monet and Trixie's been a guest on Monet's chat show. So they all work together quite a lot. So they definitely have a great dynamic. Um, what did you make of the lip syncs? I love Jordan's. He was good. Yeah, he was good. I've, he was lip syncing parts of the song that I've never noticed in that song before. <laughs> he was going, don't be, don't be. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even notice this backing vocal bit. Um, so he had a tight lip sync and he was so into voguing right now because he, he was, was voguing all the way through it. Come on, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> what? Jermaine was quite awful. Better than most of the season 12 cast, but quite bad. Are you, are you surprised that he's bad? I think he's just been hit by a truck and been like, what is going on? <laughs> but I just feel like if you're a comedian, you should be able to turn a lip sync because it's like, just make it comedic. Yeah. It's that advice that Rue always gives, which is just take what you're good at and apply it to every challenge. So I'm surprised someone who's clearly good at comedy like Jermaine isn't able to turn something for this um but jordan wins and he gets to pair the queens with their uh mentor so who would you have chosen from the three? Oh, i feel like trixie i would have gotten oh i don't know um not monet i would have chosen maybe i would have chosen trixie yeah trixie 
I would choose Trixie as well, even though I don't think she's necessarily the best mentor. I just think it'd be a really fun day. I think it'd be fun with Monet, but she would maybe, like, she's very hit and miss with challenges. And then Bob, I think, would be probably a really good mentor, but very annoying because she's so full on. So I think, yeah, I'd probably go with Trixie as well. And then they find out they're doing the snatch game. I know, throw him so, in the deep end. Uh, pardon? Throw him in the deep end. I know, but I love that they did this. Um, so we've discussed this before, who we would do, but is there anyone else you've thought of since then for Snatch Game? No, I mean, I realise how much I know about Liza. Liza! Liza. Uh, I actually watched Alexis Michelle do her, she did a half, like an hour show on, um, like an hour live drag show about with Liza. She's actually Was a really good? good singer, really good singer. She mimed some and then sung some live. She sung Liza songs as Liza. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is a challenge. Nah, she was really, really good. Who I else? heard... Go on. I, did, I didn't get to watch this, but apparently Alaska did a, a digital snatch game where she did, like, 20 different characters, and it sounded amazing. And one of them was... Um, she did a snatch game impression of Roxy Andrews' snatch game impression of Alaska, <laughs> which is, like, so beyond meta, but it sounded amazing. I think like Anne Whittakin would have been a fun one. Oh, Anne Whittakin would be a good one, definitely. Um, maybe not on the American one because they won't know her, but yeah, for a British celebrity one, you could probably get cast on a British celebrity one, Charlie. If this is the standard, <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all we're all in with a chance. Um, so obviously, Trixie's referencing her terrible snatch game, and I do like that she can laugh at herself. It is endearing, isn't it? It is. She's so not shy about talking about how bad she did. Yeah. Um, and this is the point where Jordan reveals that both his brother and sister are gay. I know. <laughs> Double whammy. Are you suggesting incest? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to make my brothers do drag for me then. If I think this is the standard now. If you have a gay brother, you have to do drag yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think my brothers probably would be worryingly too up for it. Um, Jordan reveals that he's, his name is Baby Kittens LaRue. Do you like this name? Yeah, I thought, yeah. No, I do like it. Babykins. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it is very, an easy thing to do is just choose like your pet's names. That's what he did, wasn't it? Yeah. It pets. It's also like a throwback to Danny LaRue. Yeah. And it makes me think of LaRue. This time, baby, I'll be bulletproof. I wonder what happened to her. She had a breakdown. I went on her Wikipedia recently. She had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Why are we laughing at a breakdown? Well, no, because like, I was like, where has she gone? But yeah, she's had like a falling out with uh, the other person. Because I think LaRue was her and a bloke. She fell out oh, with really? a bloke. I thought she just was LaRue. I think this like producer guy as well. So is she the la or the Rue? She the Rue. <laughs> she's LaRue. <laughs> um, wow, I didn't know that. I'll have to look this up as well. I'm quite intrigued. Um, but it sounds like she's not so bulletproof. But we apologise for laughing at her, whatever she's gone through. Um, this is the point where Nico reveals they are non-binary. Sorry if we do not call them they through the episode, but it is very hard to get it right every time. Um, so he... That, I'm just telling it straight away. So they are not being locked into male or female. And as a result, they want to make an active decision not to tuck. So... The lengths that some people will go not to tuck on Drag Race. Um, what did you make of this decision? 
Oh, it feels it feels like Gigi Good stole the limelight. You're a week too yeah. late. She got in just before them. <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise, they would have been the first person to do it. Um, but I think it's interesting that the show, because it's getting very popular to criticise the show for representation and stuff lately, but it's still very educational and it's still by far the most progressive show in terms of all this stuff, in terms of teaching its viewers. Oh, I think yeah. people forget that sometimes. Yeah. Um, N- Nico also reveals the drag name officially now, Oliver Is You. Uh, do you like that? No, don't get it. Yeah, I don't like it either. All of it I like is you. Just what? I, what does that even I think mean? As a pun? Just all of it would have worked, maybe. All of it, all of it. Like, I'm everything, I'm all of it. Yeah. Yeah, the is you. Um, no, I didn't like it. Clunky, Clunky Clunkerson. That would have been a bad um, drag name, Clunky Clunkerson. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Clunky Clunkerson. <laughs> um... Jermaine and Bob are getting on well. Jermaine says Bob is hilarious and they seem to be making a great team. Um, He gives a few of his impressions. Will Smith, Obama, Kevin Hart. What did you make of the impressions he gave? I thought the Will Smith one was good. I liked him do Will Smith. Yeah, I liked the Will Smith. And could have done the same as with Kevin Hart, where it was like Wilhelmina Smith or something. Yeah. But the the Will one stood out to me. But... um, Bob starts shading Trixie and Monet about the fact they both did bad at Snatch Game. Monet, the worst Whitney, and obviously Trixie's RuPaul. Uh, do you think Bob's been cocky in this moment? No, but he uh, he deserves to be. He did he did such a good Snatch Game. I thought Carol well, Channing two was for so one, good. Really. Yeah, that was probably the I last. I prefer the Ubo Aduzo. Like I said, for me, that was might be the last good Snatch Game on. Drag on the American Drag Race. I don't know. I think um, Sasha Velour's Marlene Dietrich was quite good. Aquaria was quite good. Um, I don't know. I went and watched. I went and watched them back. Yeah, I just thought. I feel like the standards really dropping, and I feel like for me, the last standout was Bob's, and someone else was really good on eight, wasn't it? Who else? Wasn't Derek? Oh, geez, Michael Jackson was good, but I think apparently they cut a lot of her jokes because they were so. Um, offensive, but people who were there were like, "Oh, she could have won." Because it was hers was very accurate. When you go back, when you go back to like season six, she had Adore with Anna Nicole Smith, Bianca's Judge oh. Judy, uh, Ben de la Creme, Maggie Smith. Smith. Oh, yeah, that was a legendary one. I don't think that'll ever be topped. Although if it is, it'll probably be in the UK because we seem to get Snatch came a lot better. Um. Trixie really makes me laugh when she says watching Monet and Bob argue is like watching the two ugliest girls in town argue over Tiara. (laughs) (laughs) That that really got me. Um, So they're talking characters. Um, Nico wants to do Lucille Ball. You're a fan of this, aren't you? I love Lucy. I've never seen it. She's so good. You have to see the chocolate factory scene. It's amazing. You're very good at going back and watching like old classics. Oh, she's good. Lucy and Desi. Well, I feel like I know a little bit now from the Snatch Game, although maybe it wasn't fully accurate. <laughs> she said her other character choice was Snooky. Ugh. So I'm glad she didn't do that, because we already had that from Jiggly Caliente in season four, which was not cute the first time. Um, and Snooky, is she even relevant anymore? I don't know if she's still... A th- I never really got into that whole thing, so I don't know if she's even still going. I think she was... I'm not sure she's alive, Jer- but I just mean I don't George- know if she's famous anymore. Jersey Shaw. <laughs> Who knows? 
Uh, Jermaine initially wants to do Whoopi Goldberg, but they remind him about Evie Oddly's disastrous Whoopi Goldberg. And then he wants to do quite a surprise Joan Rivers, which I would have loved to have seen. Some, I can't believe no one's done Joan. She would have been a great one. Can we talk? I think um, I think Mrs. Kasha Davis was planning to do Joan Rivers, but got eliminated before Snatch Game. And then I think... I have a feeling Sharon Needles has put out like a threat to anyone because I think she's got it pegged for like a winner's season or if she ever returns to an All-Stars because Sharon loves doing Joan Rivers. I feel like everyone else is too scared to do it because I feel like Sharon Needles has bagged it. But I think we will get a good Joan one day and it'll probably come from Sharon. Can we talk? It's comedy. It's comedy. Um... (laughs) Jordan says he wants to do Chrissy Teigen, which I thought was a terrible choice. What did you think? Yeah, she's too nice, though. Like, she's really popular and nice, but that does that does not make a good Snatch Game. Yeah, and I just didn't think she had a big personality that would work for Snatch Game. Um, but Rue gives them her opinions when she does her walkthrough. Uh, Nico gets a chance to tell her that this show changed my life. She's doing the whole super fan thing. And reveals that their charity is Transgender Law Centre Charity, which again is doing great PR for the show in terms of the whole trans controversy. So another tick in the box. Um, Jordan reveals Baby Kings LaRue, which Rue loves. And did you notice that Trixie still, even though she's more comfortable in this episode, she still looks terrified whenever RuPaul's near her. She doesn't really <laughs> say anything. I think she's still got PTSD from Snatch Game and All Stars 3. <laughs> and then they go over to Jermaine and he reveals he wants to be Miss Mimi Teapot. <laughs> Did you like I, that? I hate that name. <laughs> I think it's cute. And it's a tribute to his lesbian mum who passed away a year and a half ago, which obviously makes you more than qualified for Drag Race. That ticks all the boxes, doesn't it? Get lesbian your story in. Passed away, tick. Um, and yeah, he. I mentioned this in our United Queendom episode yesterday about the main show, but he mentions that black church growing up was quite homophobic. So I just felt like this was interesting given all the controversy about the Jeff Goldblum thing. Yeah. Because there is other criticism of other religions on Drag Race. And I do think they all should be open to this kind of questioning. Um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting to get that balance. He reveals that Teapot is his daughter's nickname And he reveals his charity is for sexual assault because he knew someone as a kid who was abused, which made him very angry. And mentioning no names, I feel like Michael Jackson had a hand in this. Did you get that impression? (laughs) Michael Jackson had a hand? What, was the abuser? Yeah. From what? Just feel... (laughs) Well, just, it's a kid who got abused in America. I'm just, I am making a bit of an assumption, but I just felt like Michael Jackson was responsible. (laughs) <laughs> Moon, feel free to edit that out. See, this is what happens when Moon's not here. Moon's absent at the moment, so we have no one keeping us on track. <laughs> um, but Rue gives him the idea of turning Kevin Hart into Kevina. And um, Jermaine is very grateful for this. and is like, oh, you little genius. So that is the way to get Rue on side is, these days, is to do her ideas, steal them. She actually likes you doing that. Do as Rue says. Uh, and then we get Snatch Game in front of a live audience, which is putting the Rue in brutal. Um, but yeah, that is scary, isn't it? It is odd. It's so odd seeing in front of a live audience, not having Rue, like, uh, shepherd it along. 
Yeah, do you think they might start bringing this into the normal season? Because they are trying to mix up Snatch Game a little bit, aren't they? Uh, I feel like, oh yeah, when was it Snatch Game at Sea? Was that last year? For like no relevance whatsoever. That was last year. It was really weird. And then they did Snatch Game of Love on All Stars 4. Yeah, I think Again, Snatch Game weird. is a formula that works. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I agree. And especially, I just think it's weird having an audience there because the audience kind of laughs nervously at everything. So it's hard to tell really, I don't know, how well they're doing. Yeah. Um, but before we get to the Snatch Game, uh, they're all being made over. Um although not the full makeover, as we've now found out, that happened behind the scenes. But they are um, shaving Nico's beard. And um, I don't know, I feel like Nico should have kept their beard. I think that would have helped the whole um, non-binary thing that they were going for. I like a bearded queen. Yeah, and it's still quite unrepresented, underrepresented on Drag Race. It would have been a really cool thing to do. Maybe make it a glitter beard or something. Yeah. Um, and Jermaine is saying he doesn't know the words to the song. And the song we later find out is Express Yourself. So I'm like, I'm sorry, who doesn't know the words to Express Yourself? <laughs> Spot the straight guy. Uh, so he's already building himself up to be a bit there. Valentina. Trixie Mattel is talking about how even a lot of gay people are scared to be in drag. And she's saying she doesn't have straight male friends. So I wonder, Charlie, do you have straight male friends? I, I don't have many, but I'm such a cliche. I've got my friend from school. He's my old, actually my oldest friend. I've known him like 15 years. That's the tea. If gay men have straight male friends, they're usually from school. school. It's rare you make a new one, is it, as an adult? Yeah, or straight Tom from work, who I adore. I have a few, but I think they're all gay, to be honest. <laughs> and And if they're listening, I'm sorry, but it kind of proves my point if you're listening as well. So I think that is case closed. Um, Jermaine is talking about people being put in boxes um, and being a black man like people don't expect you to be able to be feminine and he's saying that Monet and Bob inspire him and then he asks who's better oh no Monet asks um, who's better so she takes an emotional moment and makes it a competitive one again (laughs) Uh, who do you think is better? Bob I think Bob is better at Drag Race I think Monet is more likeable I'd probably rather go out with Monet than Bob. I think Bob's smarter and he has a wider um, range of references. Yeah. But I think Monet just has this thing where you just feel like that catchier thing where she may not be the best, but you just like it. Just effortlessly charming. Um, Jordan says that he's complete fish. So they're still including the word fish in Drag Race. I thought it would kind of been eased out now. Oh, has it been cancelled? I think so. Do you find it offensive? No. Are you familiar with the whole controversy? Is it about looking like a a vagina being a woman? Well, yeah, I think women are saying it's offensive. um, Partly because of the saying their vaginas smell. And then also because I think because women don't necessarily have vaginas. um, So it's kind of, I don't know. I'm confused about it, but apparently it's gone out of fashion. But Drag Race is still including it, and we get a fish in this episode. Um, I have to admit, obviously it doesn't offend me, but I also don't have a vagina (laughs) Um, yet. Um, Jermaine is saying that he looks like his mum in drag, which I agree with. He does look like a lesbian. (laughs) Um, But it's very sweet that he gets quite emotional. And I have to say, straight men getting emotional is just, like, so much cuter than when gay men do it, don't you think? It is adorable. It's kind of like how when a bigger queen does the splits, like 
it's just more impressive because it's like you just don't expect it as much and just think straight men crying is just like I don't know seeing a dinosaur it's like wow amazing take a picture um we get to the runway uh what did you make of Rue's outfit I didn't like it did not like it I liked the dress but again I did not like the wig which seems to be my catchphrase this season (laughs) I think they need to get Delta back I didn't like the lopsided earrings Oh, and sorry, the shoe. As- asymmetrical, not lopsided. The shoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelle says that she's been um, Merle's Ginsburg all around the world, which is a funny throwback. Um, Ross calls himself Mimi I'm Tucking, which I started to feel sorry at this point for Mimi I'm First because I feel like she, her whole Mimi pun name has been kind of taken from her in this episode. Yeah. Um, But before we get into the proper snatch game, we're just going to take a quick break. So bear with and we'll be back in a second. Bye, everyone. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back, back, back again and it's the snatch game. So we get... Um, first up, it's Chrissy Teigen. Um, she starts off well by calling her husband a fucking legend. And then she makes a face that he, she did at the Oscars. Did you get that reference? I vaguely remember that face. I'm just not, I'm not on the whole Chrissy Teigen, John Legend bandwagon. I'm not obsessed with their love life like everyone else seems to be. I think they're very American celebrities. So even though we know who he is and we know his songs, I think they're more American and we're not as familiar. I do know that John Legend has a really, really, really nice ass. Oh, how do you know that? that? So I think it was a Chrissy Teigen picture. I think she once posted a picture of his bare ass and it was just very, very large, but meaty and quite... um, like firm looking it was just a very good ass i recommend anyone look it up um but yes sorry i went off on a bit of a tangent then um but chrissy slash jordan uses a prop which is always good in the snatch game which is the cock bark cock 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 bark am i having a stroke (laughs) i just smell toast i can um did you like her prop toast (laughs) i like toast uh (laughs) It was all right. I didn't think the joke was that funny. And also, does Chrissy Teigen write cookbooks? I'm guessing she does. But um, I, yeah, I was I distracted by Chrissy Teigen's face. It was so white. Oh, do you think what is Chrissy Teigen white? No, she's mixed race. But and like he's done it like oh, she's God. literally had her face in a some flower. Or was it Chanel? <laughs> was we it don't... Chanel? Oh, did they do their own makeup for this one? I don't know. Did this um, makeup? And she... Clearly, Jordan had done her homework, though. She asked Rue, how's your head? So she got throwbacks to the, the show. So I think she had a lot done her homework. She came prepared, but it just wasn't selling anything for me. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't getting a lot of comedy, but it seemed to go down well in the room. Um, unlike Kevina, which I did think was good. Did you like this? I did. I think it was really fun. He got the, he got the little mannerisms and accent down just enough. I thought it was funny. And the whole concept of Kevin Hart apologising to the gay community by doing drag is, I think, really clever and funny. No, it is really funny. And um, I thought she did a good Kevin Hart, but not as good as Widow does out of drag without even trying. 
so we have seen better <laughs> Kevin Hart. Um, the lipstick was a good prop, wasn't it? Like an all-stars throwback. It was. Which is like, I'm going out. I feel like that was fed to her by producers. I don't feel like she came up with that one, personally. Yeah, I wonder how but much was fed and how much was improvised. I feel like they had a bit of help. I think they. I think the celebrities were guaranteed, we're not going to make you look too bad, so relax, we'll give you prompts and stuff like that. Because otherwise no one would ever go on the show again, would they? Cause if they're just going to throw them under the bus. I wonder, do you think they had anything in front of them, like little prompts? Oh, like little signs. <gasps> the I shade. Wonder, I, wonder if I they hope we find prompts. out if they did. Yeah, and they might have had something in their ear as well. So, because I don't know who Lucia Ball is, I don't know how good this impression was that Nico did, but was it good? You got the reference. The voice was pretty good. I mean, he did do Lucia Ball, like, slightly mad and, like, on something. And obviously was struggling <laughs> for the punchlines. And I think they were trying to bat him yeah. for punchlines and he was just repeating himself. It was a bit, where are the jokes? I mean, I, the whole ginger minge vagina thing was so crazy. I couldn't tell if it was funny or if it was just... I think if you did that in sn- normal Snatch Game, you'd get crickets. But was that funny? No, I didn't get it. I didn't think it was funny. And it's not a Lucy joke either. So it's like, where is this from? <laughs> I think she just thought minge and vagina, funny words. I'm just going to keep saying them until someone laughs. And it worked in the end. And of course, um, Bob is in the Snatch Game. <laughs> which I was wondering where she was. Uh, did you like Bob being Bob? I did. I thought. I wonder why they chose Bob. As in, why they put her instead of the other two. Yeah, I did. She references the whole Cardi B trying to trademark, oh, which was funny. Um, I still can't believe Cardi B tried to do that. Did you follow that? <laughs> no. I assume she was not successful. I never really heard a conclusion. I think maybe she backed out of it once there was a big backlash because she got heavily slammed for that because it was so stupid. <laughs> but um, I think this episode made me realise this and I wouldn't call myself the biggest Bob fan, so I wouldn't usually say this, but I think she is the best comedian the show has ever seen, um, even better than Bianca. Yeah, I bet I would love Bianca until I saw Bianca. Oh, and then you were disappointed. Yeah, it's actually fair. Same with I love Trixie. When I saw her live, I thought she was disappointing. But then also Bob's. Uh, uh, have you seen Bob's stand-up special? No, suspiciously large woman. Yeah, it's not very. I have to say, none of them have been that impressive. I saw Bob live this year before lockdown, and she was very, very funny. Uh, I admit that um, Bianca is very lazy in stand-up. Like, sometimes she just insults other queens, but there's no wit to it. She'll just call them an arsehole and think that's the joke. And the audience does lap it up. I just prefer something a little bit more... She's capable of smarter than what I think sometimes she delivers on stage. Yeah. We get the their runway debuts. And the category is Supermodel of the World by RuPaul. So what I would have done for this would be wear a misshapen wig and frack on the runway. I think that would have been a really good take on the theme. What would you have done? <laughs> Ooh, supermodel of the world. What's my favourite RuPaul look? RuPaul. Project I mean, runway. Like... <laughs> I would do... What's like a really iconic RuPaul look? Rimming What's crystal the... method. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I would cover myself, in, uh, cover myself in oil and be the fracking queen. <laughs> straight out, straight from fracking my garden. <laughs> um, so we get Babykins doing the Silver Wings, which is from the VH1 Fashion and Music Awards, 
which was done by Bob Mackie. Did you live for this? Uh, Courtney did this, right? Courtney's wasn't a reference to Rue. She did do wings on the runway. No, they had a runway and it was RuPaul on the runway. Um, they did do a RuPaul runway before, but I th- Courtney's was part of an animal runway, so she was doing like an eagle wing thing. No, Courtney's definitely done the batons. I'm almost certain that was Courtney's RuPaul runway. Oh, did she do that and the the eagle wings? The eagle wings were like more mechanical. You just pushed it down. She like pushed the button. Oh yeah, it. that's what I'm thinking of. I can't remember her RuPaul one. Oh, so it's been referenced on the show before. I think, yeah, Courtney literally did that. Uh, I'm pretty sure she did. That rings a bell. But I'm guessing did they just baby... must be giving these, mustn't they? Yeah. They must, they but did Babykins do it justice? She did. Um, she had fun with it. Yeah, she looked good. The walk wasn't quite there, but that's to be expected. Um, what did you think of Mimi Teapot? She did uh, the silver pointy dress season nine promo look. She was too small for it. She was too small for that dress. Yeah, the dress kind of wore her, but I did like the choice of dress. It was cool. Um, I did have an issue with Nico's dress. So it was the red dress from the Supermodel of the World music video, which is very iconic. But this, I found the shape of it very off. Yeah, he is an odd shape. The face was gorgeous. Well done, Chanel. <laughs> I think maybe, because, you know, she did a reveal later. I feel like that was what was wrong with the shape of the dress. Because it was just very boxy around the crotch. Oh, is that a problem? <laughs> There's just something that about the silhouette that I didn't quite like. Um, but we get to the critiques and um, Jordan says he didn't recognise himself. And he's amazing... He feels powerful like a superhero and he doesn't want to take it off. So do you think season 13, maybe? Maybe. And then we obviously we get tears on the main stage. Um, As soon as Jermaine starts crying, Rue looks like relieved. Like, oh, thank God, one of them cried. And he says... Zoom in, zoom in. (laughs) He says something sweet, which is about telling his daughter it's okay to be yourself out of your comfort zone and not be put in a box. I have to admit, I cried at this bit. So I've spent a lot of this week crying at Drag Race. You Jeff have. Goldblum got me, and now this bitch got me as well. Have you? Do you cry at Drag Race ever? No, I gotta say I don't. Not even when Latrice left in season four. You have changed my life forever. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm never that. Uh, it's always silly and fun to me. Do I ever cry? No. What can I say? I'm an emotional person. Um, Nico says the fact that the straight men came made this whole all thing worthwhile, which sounds, we've heard that before, but it's sweet that she gave credit to her competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that they're all going to be lip syncing against each other one last time. Jermaine is not confident in the lip sync, uh, but I feel like he was heading for the win. At this point, did you? Yeah, because he got the tears in. You got the tears in. Emotional roller coaster. I thought he was in with the chance. Did the good snatch game. Had the good story. Um, but it, now we were getting a vibe of like Shea Coulee, like slayed the competition, but is going to lose it on the lip sync. Um, and then they they get surprised. So Jordan's sister and fiance come out and don't recognize him. Um, do you? Th- <laughs> I feel like his fiance was like, fuck, I'm single. He likes this way too much. <laughs> it was almost awkward, really. 
Um, and then Jermaine's girlfriend walks in. Um, I swear he called her his ex-girlfriend. Did you catch that? Um, no. Maybe I was just hearing what I wanted to hear. But um, no shade, because I think he's cute as hell. But no shade. When she walked in, I thought um, she is punching a little bit. <laughs> is that too rude? That is rude. Well, also, she wore, like, a really, um, like, plain outfit. I know you're not competing yourself, but you don't have to come, like... She looks like she's going to the laundrette. Could she not put anything else on? <laughs> I don't know, I just... Um, and she cries as well, because he looks like his mum... And then we get Nico's friends coming in, Ryan and Courtney. Uh, for a second, I thought it was Courtney Act. Did you? You thought it was Courtney Act? Um, yeah, I thought it was Courtney Act. I thought she'd finally <laughs> wormed her way back onto Drag Race, but it was just another blonde woman called Courtney. And then we get the lip sync, which is Madonna, Yay. Express Yourself. Classic you song, obviously. Gonna... I was happy. And, you know, it's a redo. You remember it's been done before. Ah, with, well, it's Michelle, Michelle said it's her favourite Madonna song, didn't she? Yeah, it was um, Vivacious did it. Um, oh. I forget who she lip-synced against. I think this is, this is the one she stayed on, though. Vivacious lip-synced twice. Um, she, I think it would have been the... Someone was the first out who she sent home. Maybe it was Kelly Mantle? Was it season six that Vivacious was on? Yes. I think it was that one. But... Um, I don't think it it was a hugely memorable lip sync, so I'm glad it's getting a redo, although I don't think it's hugely memorable now either. Um, who who did you like in this lip sync? Jordan did the best. Yeah, she was good. She did the rose reveal, which is very Sasha Velour, and she had a tight lip sync. She did. Jermaine was just kind of st- strolling about the stage. Didn't know all the words. No. And she was kind of giving was... me a little bit Tammy Brown. <laughs> Nico was just giving me too... She was too desperate. She was giving me she... like... Um, who's been desperate recently? Like Jan vibes. It was just too desperate. Definitely. Yeah. I'm very, very gay. And I, for a while, was like, why did she make all that big deal about the tuck when it's an outfit you can't even tell she's tucked or not? But then, of course, we got the reveal. And that was quite cool. The reveal, wasn't it? It was. We've got to have a cheeky reveal but still not enough to, to win the whole thing. And then my favourite moment, I think, was when Jordan did the split at the end. <laughs> I know, I wasn't I was expecting, expecting that. it. <laughs> and again, it's the same as the straight man crying. The straight man doing the split is just so much more impressive because we just don't see it. <laughs> uh, so who did you think was going to win at this point? I thought Jordan had won it after the lip sync. Yeah, I think it was clear he was getting that edit of um, the total win. I think Jermaine would have won if he could have pulled out the lip sync, but he just didn't do it. And um, Nico, it just never felt like it was her day. Yeah. Um, so Babykins wins. And then, I don't know what happened when... Well, you watched the same when I watched the same link. But as soon as she won, it cut off. Did that happen yeah. to you? Yeah, same. I don't know what happened afterwards. So I didn't even get, like, a Babykins reaction or, like, uh, who would be the drag queen bragging? Tri- Trixie had Babykins. Is that right? Yeah. So I didn't get any of that. So we missed a bit of the end. So I think it's going to be very hard to keep watching this show. I know. So we're going gonna... to keep reviewing it as long as we can. But I don't know. It keeps getting cut off. We'll only review yeah. the first 10 minutes, whatever we get hold of. <laughs> yeah, just teaser reviews from now on. But um, if we weren't reviewing, would you stick with it or would you 
be like, this is not for me? Uh, I don't know. It was quite fun. It's always nice to see the alumni queens. But I don't know. Maybe I feel like I've seen one app. Are the other three going to be that different? I'm not sure how much I want to see the three women compete. I don't know. Seeing three women in drag isn't as exciting. No, it's not. Um, So who else have we got coming up? Queens. There's Trinity, Alyssa, Vanjie, Monique. Who else is there? Um, I don't, oh my God, I'm all, I mean, whichever one, I will watch Alyssa just because she's mad. Do you think, so there's four episodes of this. Is each episode going to be self-contained and have its own winner? And there's not going to be like an ultimate winner? I think so. I think they're doing Snatch Game. They're doing a Rusical. Ooh, they're, do you know what the Rusical is? I don't. They're <sighs> doing, uh, what's some other iconic? Episodes. Are they doing a makeover they're doing a, they're or a They're doing a makeover episode. They're doing... Oh, I read it somewhere. They're like four classic archetypal episodes they're doing. Hello? Um, I seem to have completely lost Charlie. Um, technology has failed us on this episode. But luckily, that happened just as we'd finished recapping anyway. So, thank you for listening if you managed to watch RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. And we will be back on Monday because we won't be doing Ed and Charlie's show because there's just too much Drag Race to cover. We'll be back on Monday covering season 12 of Drag Race America and back next Tuesday to cover the next episode of This Hot Mess. Thanks for listening and I'll click out on my own. Bye.